Christ what? Coffee. Co Christ crossed it in coffee. Can you sit down in the middle for me? I guess. What do you mean you guess? Yeah, I can. Oh. Maybe you should get dressed up a little bit. Put on my shoes. No. We want you to be you. Like, I don't know if your feet will even be in it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't care. They might be, but they're probably not. Mount Herman. That's where my dad lives. That's where my dad lives. He's little. He's younger. Mount Herman. Mount Herman. You've why been there? I, why have I heard that before? It's uh. It's up here in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm trying to figure out. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. Here's Jabin. Good. Busy. Kinda. My mom was complaining about dishes and yard work and stuff, so a bunch of chores. That's life. Yeah. Yeah, that life thing. That fun stuff, you yeah. know. Clean the room. It doesn't really go away because never. You get then you get a wife. Yes. You know? And then you have your own house to clean. Yeah. Then at least you get to look at a pretty 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 lady, you yes. know? Yes. So win. Which by the way, congratulations. That was like just, no. just on the official record. Oh, on the official record, yeah. On the official record. Thank you. Six months. She texted me this morning. 199 days. Countdown. I wouldn't. I would. Well, I mean, I'm not even married, so I wouldn't even know. But 199. Like, tell me, like, I'm 50. Six months. Something like that. Six months. Six. Just over six months. Six months and 16 days. Oh, just me. I'm, I'm, I'm counting now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is she counting now to you? Both of us, I ask. How many more days? Yes. Good. She has like a countdown. I think she has it on her phone. Yeah, like an app or anything. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those. We went to Mexico a couple years ago. Is it a regular countdown app or is it specifically like a... A wedding one? A wedding one. We have... Um, I think our we got, we got wedding apps, mm. and uh, and I think it actually has it on there. So there's a wedding app. It's called yeah. It's Wedding Wire. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. Wedding Wire. Yeah, and like it's like cool because it, yeah, like like it like actually like it, someone was super smart. It was probably some wedding planner. They were like, oh, well, I'm just gonna make a list of all the stuff you would need. Yep. Now there's like websites. And it's pretty cool. Mini stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Did you have to pay for the service? The, the app? Yeah. No, it's just our coordinator. Oh, wow. I'm still working on that. Who's your coordinator? Still working on that. Oh. It's like I, I like answered I like answered before you asked. Literally, because you knew where I was going. Yeah. 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 Well, um, thanks, man. Thanks for being on here. Of course. Appreciate yeah. your time. Of course, is that the other news you're talking to that, is it? No. No. Okay. We're good. How's everything going? Well, man. Yeah, yeah, going well. I got to sleep in today. Very nice. Which is great. What time do you guys have classes today? Where are you uh, going? We had, uh, uh, so Monday through Friday, we do 5.30, 7, and 9. Okay. In the a.m. Yeah, and then we have a noon, 5, and 6. That's like four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Gotcha. So, yeah. But like today and yesterday, one of our coaches, she's a... Uh, She's not working her, her normal job for this week. She's a teacher, so they got school break. Yeah. So, um, so she was able to take yesterday.
couple classes, and then on Wednesdays, Tony helps out. Okay. Um, in, the, in the morning classes, because he's, he's awesome like that, and he knows that I'm, I'm there late, usually on Tuesdays. So I got to sleep in two days. Which honestly, it's probably been year, it's probably been over probably been a couple of years probably since I start since I started here. Well, as my only job since mm -hmm. I've been. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was in uh, October of uh, twenty it was twenty eighteen October twenty sixteen. How many classes do you teach a week? Thirty. Uh, between 25 and 30, depending on like if I pick something up, give something away. Yeah. Um, yeah, 25 to 30. I think it's like 27 to 28 is something. The number somewhere in there. That's a lot. But I'm here a lot of the times. So even like with like off classes. Yeah. I'll be here. So one just to like um, watch other coaches, um, pick stuff up from them. How can I help them out too? Since right. most of the coaches are here, I myself and Tony have brought on. They didn't start with us anymore, so most of the coaches here are we're having brought on. Gotcha. So um, a lot of them I'm trying to just help out with, but also learn from still, mm -hmm. uh, because I, I think when other coaches, same thing like teachers or athletes, whoever it is, you know, you, you look at them, you can pick stuff up in the same way. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just trying to help them out and help help me help the athletes out and everything. And plus, it's fun just to be in here. I just enjoy being in the in the box. Right. Yeah. Whether whether I'm coaching, whether I'm not. Um, Dude, yeah. that was so fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Hey, your hand okay? Yeah, much better, much better. Healed up quick? It did. Uh, what made it heal up quicker? I've never done this before. Uh, chapstick? No, uh, I've never tried chapstick, but he used super glue. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah? Yeah. Just put For super open glue. blisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of like, that like what? in like game time situation. Yeah. yeah. I would never I'm do like, it. Oh, long -term yeah, I would never do it like <laughs> like that sounds like a that sounds like what sounds like a Mississippi thing. Wow. I didn't I never heard of it either, but he was like, yeah, bro, and no one said don't do it, Jamal. And so he was just Well, I mean I have heard of using super glue for like cuts and yeah. ashes. Yeah. That's yeah. just sealed a thin line, but right. I've never heard of somebody like yeah, let me just build this hole. It's right. probably I'm pretty sure it says do not use on body. Yeah. Probably. Probably don't get in your bloodstream. Yeah. Type of you know. Yeah. No big deal. It was great. Plastic poisoning. Plastic poisoning. I'll be all right. Okay. I got a lot of heat poisoning, so it's okay. It is. <laughs> it's all right. Water bottles have tiny, oh, yeah. tiny, 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 tiny fragments of plastic. Oh, yeah. Apparently, you're not supposed to hit it. They sit in the sun. You're not supposed to drink. It's also not supposed to be super cold. You can't leave them in the freezer and take it out and let it defrost. Really? Yeah. That's great to know. Both extremes. It's ridiculous. Extremes are good. Your last name is Benegas? Yeah, Benegas. What up, COTM? Welcome to today's episode. We are sitting down with Kyle Benegas here. Uh, he is the leader, Capitan. El Capitan. Coach <laughs> of FCC CrossFit. Yeah. CrossFit FCC, um, which is an extension of the church that we go to. Um, they do, I'm sure they do other types of training as well, but the setup here is definitely CrossFit oriented. Um, Kyle, thank you for your time, Absolutely. obviously. And uh, I guess before we get into CrossFit FCC, just tell us a little bit about yourself, for the people, obviously the people that don't know. Um, about me? So, 
I'm, yeah, I'm coach here, uh, head coach here. I uh, help run it with Pastor Tony here and a few other coaches. Um, I'm engaged, recently yeah. engaged, yeah. Like a few months ago. Um, uh, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel Kaiser, <laughs> soon to be Rachel Venegas. Probably the first time I've said that actually. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> on record. On record. I don't know if I've said that. We might have. You know, maybe. We've talked about last day and things like that. Um, so, yeah. So, I've been coming here for, um, to, to FCC for about four years now. Okay. Four, four and a half years. Um, uh, I came about five, five years ago, which is when Chase first took over. Okay. I was here for about a month or so, and then I kind of went off and I was like, yeah, Jesus, and then <laughs> fell out for a while. Yeah. Um, and then I got, I got back into it shortly yeah. after I, after some adventures. So doing this for, yeah, some adventures, that's what we're going to call that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I've been here for about four and a half years now, four years. Um, do cross for like two years. Okay. Um, it'll be two, it'll be three years in October, in August. Gotcha. Three years in August. Um, are you, you're from here, San Jose? Yeah, so I lived in Morgan Hill okay. through uh, middle school, high school, okay. and then I was there for um, part of uh, college, college, or I guess it would be college years. Yeah, uh, I was there, and then I kind of hopped around um, areas. I lived in uh, San Diego for like six months. Uh, lived in Santa, downtown San Jose for like five, six months, and then Morgan Hill, Kiroi. Um, now I'm back in Morgan Hill, nice. uh, just living there. I live with a couple friends, a couple real close friends of mine, actually at a wedding. So, okay. yeah. So that's kind of the recent history where I'm at. To, uh, I never asked you this. You know, you're my leader. Yeah. And, uh, what made you get involved in leadership? What made me get involved in leadership? Yeah. Uh, so. When I first got to FCC, when I first got to FCC, uh, I actually started at Encounter, and then uh, young adults. I was going to a different church, and um, uh, I was brought here. I was brought here and uh, to Encounter. Chase just f first took over. Left, like I said. When I came back, they were just starting this new, um, this new like group, kind of like this group stuff, where it was like we. Small groups. It was kind of like a, it was like a small yeah. group thing, right? We tried to do a small group, uh -huh. and uh, and it was called. I don't remember what it was called. Um, it was small group account. No, I can't remember. Little E to the E. No, I want to say it was small encounters. Small <laughs> short encounters. Short encounters. No, um, no, I honestly I can't remember what it was called. Um, but it, anyways, basically we would meet up. It, it was small enough. It was small enough so that almost everybody could be at Pastor Tony's house. Right. Yeah, it was almost small. There was maybe maybe sixty or seventy of us yeah. at the time. Maybe, maybe right. And so everybody that signed up there was probably like thirty or forty of us. Right. And we met there, and we had there was a group of leaders already. There was probably about 10, 15 maybe maybe of them. Yeah. If, if you heard Chase talk about the early days, yeah. um, that was what that when that was. And and then we so we had these small groups and the 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 girl who was leading it who was leading it approached myself and, and a buddy of mine who was yeah. in her group gotcha. and said hey I think you would be great if you led one of these right. wow. um, and I was like oh well, I'm super honored and so he was actually already uh, 
his capacity was really, really full already yeah. um, with leadership at a different church as well. So, um, and he was kind of my, he kind of brought me in on like what this would all be about, so on and so forth. So yeah. he kind of was, he encouraged me yeah. to get into it. He was like, hey, I think this could be good for you as well. So then I kind of, I went with it. And then from then on forth, I, I just, yeah, I kept running with it. And you know, anytime that they had leadership stuff, so that was in the early spring of 2015. Yeah, early spring of 2015. Um, I think, pretty sure, it might even be earlier than that, but I think it's 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it started there, and leadership meet, uh, leadership retreats, and... You've been to all of them. No, I missed one. But I went to the original one, which was, that was... It was a it was a summer one. It was actually a ton of fun. Um, it was very growing for me. Actually, that was probably that's where I that's where I found CrossFit. Gotcha. Or that's not no that's not true. That's where I that's where I learned that God mm-hmm. that's where God was going to take me. Gotcha. That's where to he was CrossFit. like yeah okay. yeah that's where he would basically kind of whisper is like hey this is where you should be. Okay. And I was like oh. I mean that was kind of my next question but oh. it wasn't exactly yeah my next question was going to be gave birth to the Friday night kind of workouts, but the mixed in with the Sunday kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's very different. Different. So, um, on Friday nights we do, uh, we do the open gym, so you've been, you've been yeah. one of those, right? Yeah, so we do our open gym, and then I kind of just do that little chat at the end, yeah. and uh, it's awesome how, how God works, because it was uh, something that he imparted in me. Right, and I didn't know, but he imparted it into Tony as well right. in the similar time frame. And there was actually an organization that was already going on yeah. that already did it, and none of us knew. Like me and him didn't know each other really well, mm-hmm. right? And neither him and I didn't know that this other organization existed. That, that's Faith RX, right? right? So that's their international thing now, right? But at the time, in early twenty, early twenty fifteen or whenever I, I, I started doing that. Shoot, I actually yeah I think it was 2014 actually 2014 13 whatever anyways so a few years ago yeah. right I was already I was doing personal training uh-huh. and I was here and uh, I don't know what brought it up it was probably a sermon or somebody said something right, right. and just talking about how um, uh, whatever something was going on so but I just had this idea like I want to be able to talk about, I want to be able to talk about God, and and do and get fit at the same time, right. right? And so that was what was in my mind. How I would do that, I had no idea, right? right? Uh, and then the idea of hey, let's bring in people into a class setting, you know, at church, yeah. and you know, so on and so forth. And right. that was an idea that I had, and it fizzled out at the time. But that was just God's timing. That was that seed. Yeah. yeah, it was that. It was God's timing. And so, eventually, what took place was. Um, I actually ended up renting out a space in Morgan Hill, and I did some classes there. Very, very similar to the Friday nights. Very, very similar. And this was, like I said, um, before Tony even pitched the idea of CrossFit FCC to me, Mm. right? Um, We were doing, yeah, it was like a Saturday morning thing. Uh, We had a few, I had um, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she, she helped me run it, and uh, some other people, we we did that. It was super great. and so then, then that just flowed super well into here. And then after that, through Friday night, just become, it's just our opportunity just to 
open it up to people. Right. Open it up to people, whoever, you know, people who don't like CrossFit. Right. Um, but still, you can invite people in to work out, and then I can do that little, hey, it's about being strong and strong in body, but it's also about being strong in faith. Right. Yeah, because that was my first experience with it, was that Friday that I came, and that was, like, right after I lost my job. So right. that was, like, prime time. But um, I have a question for both of you. Because um, now Jamal is also infiltrated within the leadership program. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so my question <laughs> for both of you would be, you know, how, what is that? One, I guess, obviously, what called you to not only be a follower, but, you know, kind of then take that next step. Um, and two, you know, what, how has that been for you? Because I know even us starting this podcast has then upped a degree of responsibility um, and also conviction, you know what I'm saying? Because when I'm on a day off from COTM, I have to keep my wits about me so that I can continue to maneuver like down this path and do the right thing. Um, so how much, I don't want to say pressure, um, but has there been moments of, you know what I'm saying? Or like, how has that been for you? Um... Well, I would say it, it it's it's different and it's um, it's change of years for sure because uh, there's always a, a, a start and God always talks about me for me like when it comes to he relates it all to training okay. right for for me and I think that's why I love what I do and I yeah. love I have the passion behind it because you can relate it there yeah. so when you first start training it everything's very hard right super hard you right you come in here never done it you feel like you get smacked around you're yeah. like I where how am I ever gonna get through this right yeah. that's just that stretching point and and Chase has talked about it before where, um, with our leaders where he says um, you know when you have a, uh, in the old days you'd have a wine sack right. right and the wine sack gets old and it has it runs out of capacity and there's time for a new wine sack at a greater capacity and there's a stretching portion of it right and so um, and that was definitely real I definitely remember that um, the first six months first say about eight months I'd say at least eight to nine months was really a hard time of conviction of where I'm at yeah. is what I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in yeah. leadership do I want to stay in leadership do, yeah do I want to <laughs> well honestly that was that was the hardest part was was the things that I the things that were going on and the people that were around me um, I loved right um, and they weren't they weren't unsupportive Correct. of me, but it wasn't something where I was so like it wasn't encouraging that. Behavior. I wouldn't even say it's un, it, un, it, not encouraging. It's like uh, it's like having someone in your car that doesn't help you out, but yeah. it for sure does not make you any faster. Right. 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 It's not dragging you down. It's just like are the stickers necessary? Yeah. <laughs> not really necessary. Right? right. They're not. It's one of those. Yeah. That's kind of how they were. They actually they were most of them are Christian and they're great guys and I've actually talked to them and so on and so forth. But when it comes to leadership here. Mm-hmm. And what this house was moving towards and what this house is, has that vision for to reach that 98%, yeah. um, you know, they just weren't in that same way. Right. So it was a, it was a, a trimming portion okay. so that I could grow new things in my life. Right. So there was that, definitely that over the years, though, um, I've just learned to expect it. Yeah. yeah. As, as things come up, that expecting that when I say yes to something, that, hey, there's going to be a little portion, whether it's mm-hmm. a couple weeks months right the year uh, of me getting a a, a reacclimated to that getting just adjusted to that and uh, and then you know once I do that I know that you know God's gonna you know bless me with with whatever's going on with my time so I'm like okay cool hopefully 
But uh, right now, it's just we're at that place where it's just growing, growing, you know, grace to grace and glory to glory. So, but it's, uh, yeah, I'd say it, it definitely was, definitely was real. Yeah. That first little acclimating point. Right. It took right. me about eight, nine months, I would say, before I really felt like I was like, okay, cool. I'm on that right path right, <laughs> that right. God wants me to go to. So, right. uh, I think for me, I'm still on my way to figure out what exactly it is God wants me to do. Um, I think I said it to last night uh, to Johnny about mm-hmm. I think I'm still trying to figure out how God wants me to do what He wants me to do mm-hmm. inside uh, Encounters Leadership. Um, but the word that I would say is capacity that you just said, um, and I'm starting to see that uh, the more that I go into Encounter, the more that God things from me and he, he takes me to a very empty empty place like you said there's a lot there's a lot that you need to do and there's a yeah. lot that you uh, have to put your energy towards and yeah. so you start to realize that um, maybe those other friends that you don't need to be putting your energy towards because you know you would have to do right. a leadership meeting tomorrow or uh, on a Saturday morning or you have to uh, whatever you have to serve on Tuesday night and uh, you just had a full day of whatever working out going to, going to your job whatever it is just like, oh my gosh, I don't even have room to sit down and read my Bible. Right. Right. Like, That's my main That's thing a, I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And so God starts convicting you in your heart of like, okay, so what was unnecessary today? Right. Like, okay, well, I did go uh, hang out with a friend that I really didn't need to go hang out with. And it's not that I did anything bad, but like now that took away two hours of my day where I could have been reading my Bible or doing whatever. And so capacity is just such a big thing because I think a lot of people will go into their lives and realize that like why am I empty why am I empty what well you're empty because God's preparing you to see that you can operate on emptiness and then once he fills you up your confidence in yourself is just so much bigger yeah it's so much bigger 100% he's just building you up everything he's ripping off of you he's building you up and so I think I'm in a, in a stage of building definitely growing my faith in him um, and that's how encounters leadership is helping me one thing that I've noticed though is that that was what you said was, uh, was it, actually last night I got to, um, I guess I hang out with some, some of the people and normally on Wednesdays, I get Wednesday morning off, yeah. uh, at least the, the early class, but um, I got two classes off this morning, so I got to sleep in actually like right. a good amount. I like right. woke up and I was like, this is what sleeping is like, right? right? <laughs> and, but I got, because of that, I got to go hang out with some of the, uh, some of the other leaders last night after, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And... Um, it, one thing that filled me up so much. Honestly, I didn't get that much extra sleep because yeah. I was out so late, right. you know, with, yeah. with them. And we just we just went to Denny's. Yeah, I just yeah. I just shifted it right. But honestly, I woke up feeling so much better, and I think that was because I got to enjoy that time. Yeah. Right. And I think as leaders, we have to learn how to balance it as well of constantly being filled up, like you're talking about, taking out the things that are unnecessary, but also understanding that uh, that God still wants us to enjoy things. Not, not so much, not not so much that they that uh, they own us, but also just to enjoy them. You know, the right. blessings in our life aren't supposed to be like, oh, he's blessed us with this, so uh, I no, this is not okay, not okay to have these types of things. But also, you know, enjoy the blessings. So I think that's one thing as a leader that I, I would say just encourage you with, man, is you know, don't try and take out all the everything that just because you're like. I, Yes, you need God. Yes, yeah. it's yes. That's who, who you need to go get, and you should strive after. Um, but don't feel like you have to get rid of everything else right. in life. No, definitely. The um, 
when I first started coming to Encounter, me and uh, shout out to Juan Luis, that was one of the first things that we really started to do was like, bro, like, do you want to just get some people together and just go out after service? Like, we just don't want to leave the yeah. atmosphere. Right. You know, uh, two or more are, are gathered. He's there. And so we we started just ask people. And like, I remember after like 10, 15 minutes, we came back to each other. And it's like, anybody say yes? And he was like, nah, bro, everybody said no. And we were like, <laughs> All right, forget it. Let's do it again. So we kept swinging and we kept asking. And next thing you know, we're all at BJ's. There's like 20, yeah. 25 of us at a table. And we're like, yo, this is tight. Yeah. This is absolutely tight. We're still dwelling in it. We're still yeah. dwelling in the service that just happened. Um, and it, it was just a good time. And I think uh, that is something that, uh, an idea that we had that kind of fizzled out a little bit that now that I'm talking about it, maybe I need to go back to it. Because that was a word that you said that I wrote down. It was uh, your idea of fizzled out. Fizzled out if you came back and you still did it. No, um, so it, it just it just kind of died down a little bit. It was yeah. out of time. It really yeah. was. And our idea that we had was um, um, encounter after hours or something like that, mm-hmm. where we could have something set up for people to already go to a place, maybe have food there okay. after service, um, to just have people to just continue to sit and dwell in yeah. what they just uh, what they just ate or what they just got spiritually yeah. from the message. Um, because it is very powerful to go out and just sit there with a group of people, um, a large group of people, and still be in that presence. Especially because, like, you'll naturally go to the stuff that you just talked about. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, you naturally will be like, oh, my goodness, like, last night we were talking, we were yeah. talking about Michelle's message, and we were just like, we, Man. you know, the, I would say the first, like, 10, 10, 15 minutes was just us talking about it anyways. Right. You know, after that. And then, and then you know, we were hooligans or whatever like that, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're that late, hey, when you're that tired at that point in time, what can you expect? You know, it's like those, those, uh, that tiredness, that, that late night tiredness. So, um, yeah, yeah, and so it's, uh, it, it's fun though. Yeah, I completely agree. Like something like that is, is great, and I remember that those go through cycles, and I think that has to do with, you know, just life, mm-hmm. you know, things that are going on in life. Right. You know, where it's like people have busy seasons, and then people don't have busy seasons. Right. And, during the busy seasons, maybe we don't all, all get to hang out, but yeah. that's something that's, that would be cool, you know, an idea where um, just that continuation, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. It's only tonight's week, Sunday and Tuesday, um, but you know, we'll talk about that later. It's all about you right now. It's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with, well, I want to I want to talk about this whole starting process and all of that, and the call you receive, where you're at, things like that. But I also do kind of want to scrap from even just the beginning of like, you know, where did your spirituality come from? Was it was it family oriented? Was it self oriented? I had like a my both sides of my family are Mexican, so everybody's cat Roman Catholic yeah. by like just tradition. <laughs> by so, just being born, right? But they just count, and that's really only for like. Marriages and for funerals, right? It's more than anything, right? You know what right. So you're supposed to go quarterly, right? Things what it is. You're like, you know what I'm saying? He so that's what my dad said. He's like, we're supposed to go like every three months, every quarter, like so it's like a, it's like a financial thing. Right. Meet your, right. <laughs> you got to meet up with your yeah, financial right. advisor, your, your spiritual financial. How are you doing? <laughs> how am I? How am I uh, debts right now? Are my investments doing well? Right. Yeah. And so I guess I think that I think that actually turns into two questions. One is where did it come from, and Two, um, you know, because I can think of my own story and say, well, I had a sense of spirituality here, right. but God moved here. Mm. You 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where where where's where are both of those at for you? I would say so. In short, uh, we did. In short, when I was younger, uh, my younger like elementary school, uh, my mom always took me to church when I was little. Yeah. Honestly, almost as far back as I can remember. Um, <laughs> it was always really cool because the churches that we went to when I was younger. I'm a, I love music. Yeah. I get that from my mom for sure. Hundred percent. Uh, not that my dad doesn't like music. He's got great taste in music. Yeah. Um, he would he would actually he'd actually laugh so hard if I said that out loud um, <laughs> if he heard this. Yeah. So, um, but uh, he's actually got great taste in music and and uh, and but my mom mm-hmm. at all the churches we went to the the bands were just I just remember them being live. They were they were lit as we would say they're, they're lit yeah. bands you know yeah. um, and big old churches and so um, that's what I remember most. Yeah. And then. So we did that all the way up until, until I, I lived with her. My parents are split. And so I, up until I lived with him in, in the, lived with her in the seventh grade. Yeah. And then we went to, uh, went to another church. Me and my dad and my stepmom, we went to a church when I was like in junior high. Mm-hmm. And then once high school came, we just, uh, we had some, uh, some problems with the church. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people do. Uh, it was kind of a, there was a, an issue that came up, and my parents were really didn't like the way that, that they handled it. Right. And so from there, it's something where we fell out of. And they, they like I said, they go to um, they're Catholic now, so they they go to they go on a decent basis, I think, more yeah. often than every once every quarter. Right. Um, but that's where I started. It's kind of like the the base of it all. Yeah. And I remember God talking to me very young. Probably I couldn't have been more than nine years old. Mm-hmm. And kind of I was sitting there, and that's when it. That's when it hit. That's when I like felt it. That's when it, that's when God first spoke to me. I guess you could say. Yeah. Right. He was like, "Hey, this is for you," type of thing. And that's when I uh, raised my hand. You know, because I didn't go to church. You know. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, probably five years old type of thing. Yeah. The whole time. And I remember it was. I lived in Montana actually. Cause I lived in Montana for like, a couple of years when I was younger as well with my mom. And I lived a lot of places. Yeah. I just, yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've moved, yeah. I lived. I lived in Montana for a couple of years, and it was there yeah. um, that I actually. Uh, that I dedicated my life. Small, tiny little Baptist church. Yeah. No, epitome of all the other churches I've been. Right. No band type right. of thing. It was like mm. old school piano, um, an acoustic, and I, mm. that's probably about it. And then the singer. So, um, but that's where it happened, Small. and that's, that's when I learned. Uh, that's when that's when the pastor kind of walked me through like hearing God, hearing His voice, so on and so forth. Through his sermons. No, like they had like an actual one like yeah. Once you once you raise your hand, they actually had like a class. They actually like had the salvation team. Yeah, yeah. So because it was such a small church, they um, they'd have like I think there was about five or six of us mm-hmm. in each class, and we actually had one on one mentorship gotcha. with with one of the leaders. So I had that when I had a very young age, and then after through high school, I kind of just did that that typical high school thing. That's not necessarily super involved in church. Right. I, know I fell out of it through college. And then, um, through circumstances, uh, I just ended up back at church with a friend at the time. Yeah. And uh, um, we uh, um, got back to church, and, and that's when it all started. I actually re- got rebaptized. Yeah. Um, actually, that was five years ago. That was five years ago um, on Sunday, mm. on Easter Sunday, or Saturday. 
Got so it. five years ago, it was 2013. And uh, remember five years? Five years. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, so we, uh, uh, that's when I rededicated. And, and I kind of had a small fall in, fall out, go yeah. to church. Kinda. Whole type of yeah, thing. Like yeah. I was going, but it really was. I wasn't dedicated yet. Yeah. So that was that kind of the foundation of me getting back into it. Mm -hmm. um, on your second question, though, of like God's calling, coming here, though, uh, I was in leadership for about six, seven months. And I was at the leadership retreat. Okay. So at a leadership retreat, and we were just, man, that, it was so fun. I'm so excited for you to go. Um, so <laughs> it was so much fun. We had it. We were playing games all morning long. We did. We got, we got in the word. Chase gave a message. Someone gave a message. If it wasn't him, and we were just on the couch and we were just there, just yeah, chilling, yeah. just comatose and spirit type of thing. Yeah, and and we were watching TV, just flipping through, and Chase flipped on the CrossFit games um, at the time. Yeah. And I'm there, and I like did it kind of off and on, kind of like my yeah. church thing. That's why I, that's why I think it's, it's great because God, like I said, does does them both. I was in and out process, mm -hmm. kind of at the same time that I was in and out of of church, and, if you will. And so, just like you were in and out of CrossFit, it's because you had other styles of training, yeah, you were playing sports, and yeah, things like that. Just and didn't seem like it was that church because you had other things to yeah. do too. So. Yeah. yeah, and so as I got into leadership, I actually just started personal training. Gotcha. Like that was my that was my new. It was just at a, a regular corporate gym. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I was there, and and then he was just like he kind of just whispered, or I, I I just had that thought like, why aren't I doing this still? Yeah. Right. Like, why? this was so much fun. Yeah. Like I enjoyed this. Like. Plus, these guys are jacked. Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm about this life right, right now, right? Yeah, right? And so I was like, I was like, fine, it's over. I'm going to sign up as soon as I get back. Yeah. And uh, I actually was running into my old coach, Lee Pappas from from Brethren, um, every once in a while. And he was the type of guy that like I, I tried out for the first time. And yeah. when I went and visited, that's who I who I where I trained. And I ran into him probably shortly before that. And he was like, Yo, when are you gonna come back? Yada yada yada. And I was like, uh, Going to retreat. That's what happens. And then. Uh, and then I got back, instantly signed up. I was like, all right, cool, signing up. That was August mm -hmm. of 2015, for sure. Yeah. For sure, 2015. Yeah. And about three weeks later, Tony came up to me and was like, so, got this idea. CrossFit, <laughs> church, ministry, what do you think? And I was like, it's over, I'm all in. What can I do? <laughs> He goes, okay, sounds good. He goes, and as, as we move forward, you know, we'll see what, what kind of, you know, how, how much you like it, how much everything, how well everything goes, if there's more possibilities in terms of, like, just leading it, so on and so forth. Right. Um, uh, we, we weren't really sure how it was all going to go. Mm -hmm. um, he, no one had our, nobody who was involved had their cert certification at all. So it was all of us were just like, all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're gonna win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was uh, the end of August. I actually, um, that's gonna happen every once in a while. Um, uh, <laughs> threw you off though. Yeah, Only it did. Line, yeah, yeah it threw me off a little bit. So that was in August. August. I was actually playing baseball okay. at the time. So and and I walked up. I did all the summer summer uh, practices and everything like that. And they're like, okay, make sure you guys sign up for, for the fall, for tryouts. 
And then I was like, sorry, I'm out. Yeah. I was like, Jesus got to call me for CrossFit. Right. And, and so you had already, like, you had already signed up when you got back. Yeah. You were doing that while you were doing, like, baseball. And yeah, I had no intention of actually doing it full-time. Like doing that. it full-time. It was just mm -hmm. one of those things where I was going to just do, basically, Outside, do, yeah. do, cro just do CrossFit right. and play baseball. And then I was training at a, at a corporate gym, the Globo gym. And then three weeks later, God was just like, no, like, this is, this is what I'm calling you, you to. Were, you were close, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were close, but. And so, uh, so that's how that happened. And in the span of six weeks, we all got our certification. And uh, six weeks after that, this was open. So 12 yeah. weeks, yeah. we went from, uh, I went from playing playing baseball to yeah. helping out run a ministry at, at FCC. It was pretty drastic. Hmm. Definitely an only God moment. Yeah. It's huh. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And that was, that was two over, just over two years ago. Yeah. We did two years. Our two year was back in January. Yeah. Two years, three months. And looking forward to the future for sure. And so did it, I mean, obviously you're already in the church, so yeah. I don't want to say it's easy but it was easier to get people like going to the church like oh hey like if you want to yes add on this <laughs> this is where you go oh we were yeah. oh you meant this way from box to church from church to box from church to box it was yes we were definitely blessed and definitely blessed on that part but you also i'm assuming took on people in the box that were not in the church yes and then that's a goal though right right to bring yeah. them in through the yes that. Okay. yes okay and so, so and we've actually uh it's, it's been interesting in certain areas yeah. uh, because um, we're getting we've gotten people in ways that we weren't expecting. Like we a lot of times expect like it's just gonna be a straight athlete. Like we do, you know, athlete comes in for CrossFit and then they're like, oh cool, and then we start talking to them and then they go to the church. But right. really, it's like it's never that way. You know, you yeah. play down and God says, oh actually, it's gonna go like this yeah. type of thing. You know, and right. so we've had things from um, you know, coaches. That, that, that we brought in that we thought we were, that we're like really in it. And then they're like, no, actually like, I'm not as in it as I thought I was. Right. You know, because they got to hang out, hang out with people who really are in it, yeah, you know? Right. And then they're like, oh, okay, I'm, no. I'm not there. I'm not there, I wanna get there. Okay, right. let's, I'm, I'm, I'm raising my hand now, because that's me now. Yeah. Um, and we've had people where we've done promos. Yeah. You know, or just event days. Yeah. Hey guys, you know, uh, you know, we have event days for, for different things from, um, uh, government government workers, lo local government workers, to uh, just all sorts of stuff, just yeah. events, just public events, promotions, and things like that. Right. And they get involved here, mm -hmm. and then they get there. And so it's just another outlet. Right. It's just another, just more ways to throw seeds, Correct. I guess you could say, which is um, seeds. Yeah. That, that's yeah. right, right, right? Fertilizer. Fertilizer. Seeds are there. Yeah. Well, you can play it either way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's just more fertilizer to throw at the seeds, right. I guess, yeah. So, uh, um, and that, that's all it is, you know, because, because it's always going to be different, different ways. There might be people that would never come, come to church, right. but will come to the gym, Correct. which is great. Yeah. You know, we love that. And a lot of times, that's good. Uh, what, what we love here is uh, that I hear from people who both go to church and don't go to church is that they're like the culture here, Correct. right? The culture here is different than most CrossFit gyms. They're like, right. one thing we do is like, it's always like, hey... And I've learned this uh, from from the gym that I used to go to, but also at Encounter is, hey, go meet someone new. Mm -hmm. Hey, you see that new person? Go meet the new person. 
Yeah. I never should have to. I never should ask an athlete who's been here. Yeah. Hey, what's that new person's name? And they say, uh, I don't know. Right. right? right. They should say, hey, you see that new person walk through the door? They need to know that they're welcomed here. Why? Because we're gonna spend the next hour hurting together. Yeah. You know. And guess what? Does it, who doesn't remember their first week of working out at the gym? Right. It sucked. Right. Right. No matter where you were, especially CrossFit, like it sucked. So like, that's CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, let them know that like we're here for them type of thing. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, so it's for us, it's about building culture and the people will come if the culture's there. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's fun. It's fun. And uh, we're looking forward to it. We're growing. We've got goals this year. It's only springtime. Right. You know? So, um, when you, well, I mean, you know, it sounds like you were ready, but like when, you know, obviously when you got that call, right, you were just like, oh yeah, instant. Yeah. Um, however, you know, I'm sure there was still, um, a high degree of like, not unpreparation, but just things that you weren't ready for. Oh, for sure. uh, things that you weren't expecting because I mean you just hopped in so it's just like okay well yeah. whatever comes is going to come you don't really mm. know what to expect no I didn't I wasn't even there right so for people that may be listening yeah. that want to take that step right and it's like okay it's like you have a pretty decent foundation yet you're still scared right. to take that step oh, you had sure. the athleticism the faith the understanding of CrossFit you had all of those things you still hadn't stepped until you flipped that channel. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah. oh man, you got the call. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I just, you know, obviously God's timing is just perfect. He's going to present you the opportunity when you're ready for it, or actually when you're not ready for it more so. Um, but that when the situation around you is ready for you. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so, you know, kind of talk us through not knowing but just doing oh man that what that ex- honestly that explains the first three months <laughs> yeah. the, not yeah. doing and not knowing was uh I, no i'd say longer than that yeah and that's one of those things where i would even say you don't know yeah you don't know that that's where you're at right is the thing yeah. you actually don't know you're there until afterwards you need to look back and you're like Oh, yeah. oh, I did not know right. what I was doing there because, um, you know, and I think it's like this, like anybody fresh out of college, mm-hmm. you know, for, for, for young millennials who are like listening, they're like, oh, I just graduated college and this is like what I'm looking to do and I think this is what I want. I think this is what God's calling me to do. Just know like, hey, all those textbooks you read, they, they honestly don't have anything on just getting in there yeah. and just being practical with it Correct. because uh, I just, you know, for me, it was like, oh yeah, I've been personal training, right? So I, I know, like, I know how to talk to people right. and so on and so forth, right? So I think I have this, this practical skill that that's important, and it was, it was helpful, and you know, I, I know how you know, certain things. Yeah. Right? I had more skills than just the average person yeah. uh, who was like, okay, I'm gonna get my own one type of thing, my level one. Right. Um, but at the same time, Everything that came along with it, I was so unprepared for. Yeah. And luckily, our team was just graced, just straight up graced. And I always tell people the first six months, the athletes that were there for the first six months that yeah. are still here, 
you guys, I will forever show you grace. Yeah. Because you stuck with us when, when it was choppy. When yeah. we were, yeah, when it was choppy. When I look at the Shout workouts, out to all the listeners who will be going through and listening to the last three weeks. Exactly. Love y'all. Exactly. It's the same way. Yeah. Honestly, it's just that you know we just you know it's one of those things where there's such a learning curve when you start something off, mm. and on two directions. You know, there's the learning curve of. I don't know what I'm doing, right? And uh, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm, I'm just trying to, trying to get through, right? right? I, and it, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no. off, but I, it reminded me of when Chase talked about his niece trying to jump into the water. Yeah. It, it's, you're such out of point that God is calling you to a place that he's already at, he's going to guide you through it, and you're so terrified. Absolutely terrified. Yeah. You're just like, am I really doing this? Yeah. Am I really doing this? Oh, 100%. Am I really doing this? Five steps. Am I, right. Oh my gosh, terrified. Right. And then you hit this place where I think you're at right now. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. This is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, you're in stride. Yeah. You're in stride, basically. Wow. It is, is, is where it is. And that's kind of, kind of where it is. Is that there's, that's a learning curve. Right. It goes from like, whoa, this is, this is crazy. And it's going, it goes from, you know, the weight, I guess, essentially, say the first time you pick up a weight, yeah. you know, when you hit that new, that new PR and how heavy it is, right. you know, that first max out, yeah. right? Yeah. And then next thing you know, a year later, that's what you're just, that's what you're doing in your workouts. That's your reps, right? And that's really where it was, is every week, every, all the classes, they were like, I have to focus, like, this is a new PR right. for us, right. is what it was. Uh, and we were just, it was almost, for some, at sometimes fake it till you make it, right? At, at some points in times, so, you know. Uh, on the other end of it, the learning curves of when we learned something, mm-hmm. how much better it got, right? Right. Once we so once we implemented something, it was like one thing got implemented, and it yeah. was like whoa, that made a huge difference, yeah. type of thing. And right. in the same type of way, it's like you, when you first start off with something, it's like you have it's so difficult, but you when you learn something or you get a little bit better, it makes huge improvements on right. it. And that's and that's the same way with 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 the, with the walk. Yeah, same thing with that with with the walk. It's that you're like you get into it and people are catching fire, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's where that's luckily that's luckily where God caught me. Right. You know, not luckily, but that's just it was it was I was graced by that. He put me into this position yeah. when I was still like, yeah. hey, I want to do something. Hey, I want to do something. Hey, I want to do something. Yeah. So that through the learning curve. For me, it was like, I look back and I see on, I see right. it. You know, it was hard at the time, yeah. definitely. But I look back and I'm like, whoa, that was awesome. That was, that, oh, yeah. I thank you so much. That was right. shocking. That was great. Right. I'm so graced for it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the first part where you don't know, yeah. uh, I would say is, that's, the, that's just the faith. That's really where you just like, okay, where you, do you really believe that this is what God's calling you for? Right. You know, that's where it's, it's tested of, hey, you don't know, you really don't, yeah. but that's that's what the faith is. It's not knowing. Yeah. That's that part. Uh, and and it, it, it's fun, you know, and, and I I couldn't, I honestly wouldn't change it. Yeah. I wouldn't change it. As tough as the, as tough as the first six months were. Yeah. Life changes. Yeah. Uh, so much. There was so much that changed in that first six months. Personally. Yeah. Uh, here at the church. Uh at the gym, the whole thing, yeah. you know? And right. I didn't even actually quit my other job until a year later, mm-hmm. a year after I, after this opened, yeah. you know? It was, um, I was doing both of them because I wasn't sure. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure whether like what was gonna go on. Right. And uh, so, was it gonna work? Yeah. Like like I just didn't know. And so um, I wasn't sure whether I was gonna be able to support myself. I wasn't sure whether like this was going to stay stay afloat. Yeah. You know because how did, uh, how did uh, when you again sorry I didn't no no how did um, when you decided to officially quit your job um, to dive all the way into this was there was there anxiety was there uh, uh, obviously you know you were you know, there was fear the first six months but I mean um, when did the peace kind of take over you that um, this is what God's really going to call you to do and, and what he's planted in your life is going to stay because he planted it in your life uh, it was a, a couple of couple of events that took place that year yeah. that really showed me God's grace God's hand yeah. over my life was we opened that December January 2015 16 December of 15 January of 16 Three months later, I got into my car, car motor, or my motorcycle accident. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this. So I, uh, I had a motorcycle at the time, and I like not motorcycle 101, but like driving 101. Just went straight out the door for a quick second, right. and I wasn't looking at like in front of me. I was just looking at the car in front of me. Literally. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, this car's stopping. Let me swerve real quick. Oh, that car is also stopping. Oh, well, and that's the car. Yeah. And uh, I hit the corner of a car, and I kind of played pinball between the, that car and the car next to me. Yeah. I ended up breaking on like three or four bones in my hand and in my, and in my uh, arm. Mm -hmm. uh, that was in March of 20, 2015, 16, 2016. Uh -huh. And uh, they were like, okay, hand's broken arm broken, get to surgery, that was a whole different, oh man, that was a whole different beast, and that was just, wow, just, I was just happy that, that I'm, that I'm okay, that it wasn't anything too crazy, right. um, it's funny that you even say that now, after you'll hear everything, six weeks later, after surgery, after casting, I go to get my cast off, and they look at it, and they're like, I'm gonna go get a doctor. Like that was what I first heard after they took yeah. off the cast, and right. I was like, no. "This is not what I want to hear." Right. And I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm looking at my hand, and I'm like, "This is not what it should look like." Right. Type of thing, right? And he comes in, and he asked me a couple questions, and I was like, just instantly started crying because yeah. I was like, "This is not what's supposed to happen." Right. right. Like, I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be good. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be okay right now. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Right. Um, and I was in a place of. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So there's that whole process. Essentially, I had to go after a couple different doctors. I had to go, um, yeah, after a couple doctors, uh, I found a, a one that was like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. First off, I couldn't find somebody to actually take the job. Uh, and then found a guy who was like, okay, I'll, I'll do my best. And his, his quote was, or not maybe not his quote, but I remember the idea yeah. of what he was telling me was, um, you know, our main goal is to get your hand moving. Right. Like, let's get, let's get it, like, let's get it yeah. doing stuff. Right. Right? In the right way, at least. Mm -hmm. Mobility and, 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 and movement. And I was yeah. like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. And he's like, but I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do what you did before. He's right. like, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, all right. 
And, and so that and this is already after the call. I mean, this is after yeah, the call. This, this is, is after Crops of SEC yes, opens. Yes. So you I'm, had already got, gotten the blessing, and now yeah. you're going through the trial of, yeah. of the blessing. Yeah. Disclaimer: right. Things usually get worse yeah. when you get your call. Yeah. Right yeah. Oh yeah. I just started recently dating. Just I, we weren't even dating officially yet. Yeah, we were just like it was like I would say right there somewhere along that time we we officially dated. Um, so shout out to my fiance for sticking through. Giggly texting all day. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, basically <laughs> at that point, like giggly texting all day long, and then and then no longer giggly text, and then it was giggly, and then it was text. Hey, I just got in a motorcycle accident. I'm okay, and then that that's yeah, that's yeah. how she learned. So she's a champ for sticking through throughout with all that. Yeah, you're, you're the one, hun. Uh, put a ring on it. Put a ring on it, guys, if you uh, if you know. You know, because she's six through for sure. Um, and so, and so there was a lot. Of, there was a lot going on there between. There it is again. Between the accident and that just that trial. Yeah. Really, I was. I realized I was like, there's so much more. Like, if this is the end, and that's why I was. And that's kind of where I was. I was like, if this is the end of me be, as an athlete. Yeah. What do I do next? And then it opened up my my whole eyes to what do athletes do after after it's after it's done? Yeah, yeah when it's done being an athlete. I know right. that's a huge thing right now in just in society between professional professional athletes. You know, there's a lot of them who are taking their life, and I think that's because the identity yeah. is is it's gone. Exactly, yeah. it's exactly. It's like, hey, I'm no longer an athlete. What do I do? Yes. And that's just you know from when they're when we're raised up as a, as a kid, you know, like, hey, win, win, do the best you can, be the best athlete you can, and we lose, you know, who we are in Christ. Right. You know, we lose that identity there. And so for me, that was like, okay, there's more here than just being the athlete. Right. And uh, so I kept coaching. I actually coached the whole time. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, broken arm, so on and so forth. Had my second surgery. Finished out with that. Um, and he, he, I was... Didn't, wasn't allowed to train anything for like three weeks after I got my after I got my um, surgery, um, and uh, about two months later, three months later, I signed up for a competition. Okay. And two three months later, I signed up for a competition, and it went. Wow, I was I was so I was so amazed that I I, I didn't think I was gonna ever be there again. Right. I actually PR my clean that that, that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, for that that event, and um, I took third. I took third, and it was just a, it was a scaled it was a scaled competition. But I got to remember at that time, like I barely even could do a CrossFit a year, right. and for six months of it, my hand was in the cast, Correct. right? So that's when I realized I was like, wow, like God's really on my life right now, right. and I was like, where if that doesn't give you faith, where is it? Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I, and so I actually, um, that's when I put in my, my notice to my job, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, clearly this is where God wants me to right, be, right. you know, he wouldn't have this much, I wouldn't be able to have, I wouldn't be blessed this much, I truly believe, right. you know, like, if you're missing this blessing, you're truly blind to the, to the thing that God right. has for you, right. um, and that's why I was just like, okay, and so it worked out well, because we actually had one of our coaches, we had to step away, yeah, um, shortly thereafter gotcha. and that's just again God's timing and so I was able just to help out pick those up mm-hmm. pick up those extra classes um, and so yeah that's when I knew there was those two events between 
you know, not sure that this is really what God, you know, like why? Yeah. The why, 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 are you do, why are, are these trials happening to me? Right. Right. To him showing me like, this is what's going on. And then the end result being, okay, like, do you believe what I've shown you? Right. You know, I've shown you something now. Now, are, are you going to trust me? Do you trust me with what I have for you? Do you trust right. me for the plans that I have for you? Right. Um, I mean, it's like hearing the truth, seeing the truth. Are you, are you going to live it now? Right. Are you going to walk in that faith? You right. know, um, you, you know, the James says, yes, faith, faith is dead without, 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 without works. Yeah. Right. Um, because if, if we believe it, if we truly believe it, like, like past, literally it was last night's message. Right. It, do you really know it if you don't show it? Right. Like yeah. for reals. And that was what it was. Honestly, for me, it was just, God was like, you know it, you've seen it now. Go and now follow me. Yeah. Trust me right. in that, uh, and and that's how that's just how I live now. Yeah. You know, I, I try to just live on those previous, not living in the past, mm -hmm. but living in that same faith of you know, do it again. Right. I think that's what I, I find a lot at Encounter is that um, there's there's so many people our age who are willing to take those those fear steps. He's at um, the space that I've been at and currently I'm still in, but I, I think I've been in a little bit longer. And he was, he was more just describing the, the feeling of like, okay, Lord, I took that step of faith. It's pretty scary, and yeah. the scariness hasn't stopped. And as a matter right. of fact, in off in the distance, it looks like it might get a little worse here. Oh, yeah. And, but you're still calling me to keep stepping. So, I'm, and I'm not kind of sure why you're calling me to do that, but right. I'm believing that on the other side of that bad thing, if it does actually happen, is gonna be something better. Right. And that's the trust that you're talking about, the trust in the process of those steps. Um, and that's why I think Encounter is so healthy um, with the people that are here, though we are all, we're not perfect, but I think that um, it, it's, so, it's so important to dive back into what you're talking about, Reed question of leadership of, of why um, I personally wanted to get involved is because I remember sitting down with you Kyle and I remember sitting down with uh, with Tim and going through that leadership process of like you know why do you want to do this and I remember the questions that you guys asked me and uh, it was I got such a sense of genuineness that it didn't matter where where I was in life it didn't matter what I was planning on doing all you really wanted to know was, was I gonna trust God through my walk? And yeah. now that I was, okay, I knew personally that I was willing to trust God. Because right. I knew what I wanted out of God. I knew what God wanted for my life, and I still feel like I'm working through that. But um, it was, was I willing to surround myself with people who were willing to walk right. scary walks in their own right. lives? Because if you're not willing to do that with other people, right. uh, or you're not willing to surround yourself with those type of people, the other people are going to cause you to fall. Right. Um, and so that's what I believe that's really uh, an encounter is people who are willing to do that. Um, it's iron sharpens iron. Man. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where that, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Really, that's 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 all it is, is that, and you, you hit a couple, you hit, you said a couple of things. I don't know if you know that the full force of what those words were was, um, it was surrounding yourself by somebody, surrounding yourself is huge. Uh, 
you know, because it's, oh man, I said it again, my dad's going to catch me saying it, you know, my dad used to tell me all the time, you know, he said, you know, you can't fly with the eagles if you, if you try, if you time yourself with turkeys, you know, turkeys don't hang out with eagles, you not, not that we're not called to reach, because those are two different things, right, two different things, you can inspire to fly, right, that doesn't mean that you don't fly, right, right, you got to fly to inspire someone to fly, right, and so there was that, and then, um, what you said about uh, um, being where you're at, I think that's something that's so important as leaders, is that you have to be true enough and be open enough that if someone's gonna come in, like you can't expect someone to be where you're at. Right, right. Like a new leader, you can't expect them to be where you're at if you've been in leadership for years, right? right? And even, I was sitting down with Pastor Tim Coots, right? And like, he's been in the church since he was a kid. You know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting up there, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, I can't believe I'm even interviewing people right now, right? right? Because this doesn't even make sense. I don't even know how I'm, in, I'm interviewing people, right. right? And so for me, as a, as a newer, older leader, it's kind of, it's kind of, we're in this weird phase right now where I'm not quite an original, but right. I'm definitely newer than a lot of people. Um, I still see it. I, it's very, very easy for me to see. So that's very easy for me to pass on to you. And I hope that's easy for you to see. And I want you to be able to see that so that when you see somebody, yeah. right, that has potential, that has that uh, possibility of, hey, you know what? I think that God has something for this person, right? right? I think that God has has plans for this person. I truly believe that like, this is what's, what God has for you, yeah. right? And you're like, think so too I believe it right but I'm I'm scared to I'm scared to like are you guys gonna are you guys cool with me like not being perfect yeah. are you guys okay with me like making a mistake right, right? and like just us remember and stuff like oh are you really that perfect like are you really that dope right like no I'm really not that dope type of thing yeah um that I can't I have to be like yeah like, it's cool yeah. it's okay it's okay like that you're not doing as great as you would want to do, right. you know, because neither am I, right. really. Um, I identify with that a lot because, you know, there was, when he was applying for leadership, I was like, all right, <laughs> here we go, you know, yeah. I was like, all right, cool, let's do it, um, and uh, I had even, I missed the deadline, but I was, we were, we had started to talk to Chase multiple times mm. because we were starting to kind of get to right. this, and, uh, He's like, oh no, you're good, right? Like, the deadline's already passed, but I don't start interviews till Tuesday. So just get into me and you'll be fine. I was like, all right, cool. But even then, I still there was still a piece of me that was like, am I fully ready for that? Right. Not that am I ready to jump into that, um, but am I ready for what that is going to require of me? Right. right? And so, um, you know, when you say the original and the newer and uh, the brand new, right? right. <laughs> Being able to identify right. all those places, um, that was exactly what I saw when I, you know, started to have these types of conversations with Jamal. Right. And then that led to reaching out to Johnny. Right. And now I'm surrounding myself with people that are steps ahead of me. Right. So even though I'm not where they're at, I'm right. also at a different place from the people that are listening. Right. So I can relate with them on where they're at right now right. where Johnny and Jamal might not be able to break through it's like you're talking about a bunch of scripture that makes no sense to me right you know what I'm saying so it's right. like but 
but there is also still so much power in each of those oh, positions. Sure. So, you know, and that and that's why we did this, because for me, I was like, even though I didn't get into leadership because I didn't even apply, right? Um, it was like, well, you know, we can, I can still lead without the title. Right. Um, and it was, you know, finding grace and finding strength and confidence in that, you know, to where even though I'm talking to all of these leaders all the time, right. and yeah, I'm like, there's, there's constantly times I'm like, man, I know I'm missing out. <laughs> I, I know I'm missing out because... You know, all of these journeys and these steps that we've been taking and right. developing this audience, I'm like, man, like, I need to be just, like, striding right. and so much further. So, I definitely, I definitely... You're just redshirting, man. Yeah. You're just redshirting this year. That's exactly. all. Exactly. That's all you know. That's you're, you're, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah, you're just, you're there. Right. You know, type of thing. And, and that's, uh, and those are also important. Right. Like, the, like you, you said, like, there are people who stride and steps ahead of you, so, and we don't... I think tell ourselves we don't look back on those right. things enough right you know right i don't know i feel like it's maybe i just maybe it stood out so much in my mind mm-hmm. or maybe it is as popular as i think it is but there's a i think it's furtick or it could be somebody else one of the other pastors mm-hmm. but he talks about how he goes he has three he has three people on stage he has a guy in front of him he got behind him he goes he goes so often we look at the person in front we look at the person or we look at the step up there yeah. and we say to ourselves I, how come I'm not there? I want to be there. I need to be there. And you get so frustrated with yourself, you forget to look behind you yeah. and see how far you've came, right? right? And so, and not to, like I said, not something that you live in the past, right. Right? right? But it's something where it's like, look at like, God's taking me from this to this. Right. He's taking me from here to here, yeah. right? And and that's how you can lead too, right. you know? Because it's by the word, by, by the uh, blood of the lamb, the word of the testimony. Right. right, and without no testimony, guess what? You'd be like, "Well, I hear you talking a lot, but like, yeah, is it true? Right. Is that really what you? Is that really? Right. Is it? Like, can you can right. you can you give me something? You right. know, um, because like as humans, we're just we're we're feeble minded. We right. really are, right. you know. So, um, yeah, but you get to see all, you get to hear, you know, doing these interviews, it's great because right. you get to hear it and mm-hmm. see it, you yep. know, and gather it from different different perspectives and different angles that maybe a lot of people don't, right? Which is awesome, right? You know, I think that's only going to help you out yeah. in the future, you know, as you mm-hmm. take those steps and so on and so forth because you've gathered so much. Right. Which is great. Um, I love it. Well, I didn't want to, did you want to touch on that a little, a little more? Well, last thing I will, just to wrap up that point is if there's any of you guys listening yeah. and you want to go to church or get involved or even just learn more, and you're like, oh no, I'm like so out of place with this, I can't take those steps. There are people ahead of you that can guide you along that way. But you also need to remember that there's somebody behind you that might need you to take that step so that they can have confidence in taking that step and then you are now guiding them through that, which is exactly what we're doing right now in all three different spectrums, but that's exactly what's happening. You might not be able to identify that, but that is what's happening right now. So whatever you're feeling, that next step you're feeling, just take it. You, you um, reminded me we actually do that. I was actually talking with Chase because we do uh, the verse of the week, okay. right? And yeah. so, and I actually, that's the, my, my topic essentially of that. And mm-hmm. it, it, a lot of that has to do with, um, I think, with com- comparison. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we compare ourselves. And that's what he, he touched on. It was something where in CrossFit, we have what we call the RX, or it's the standard, yeah. right? The standard for each workout, okay. right? How about that RX weight for that Linda, huh? That Linda, oh my God. 
Yeah. Anyways, so it's basically like, hey, this is the idea behind it, and the, the idea behind it is that it creates a stimulus, right? You, this is what it, what it works for, right? But um, the RX rate sometimes, or the RX movement, or sometimes like that, is uh, too difficult for somebody, okay. right? Yeah, right? Right, right. It, it's too difficult for somebody. So, um, and there's two types of people right there, right? Either A, it's the person who sees it, right, and says, well, that's the standard, I should be there. Correct. Right, that's the person that like sees like, you know, wants to get in leadership like you said, yeah. right, that wants to get involved and is like, I'm not there yet, right, so guess what, I'm not even gonna try. Correct. Yeah. Right, who sees, you know, who sees the, the weights or sees the movement and is like, that is so far ahead of me. Right. I didn't want to try. I can't do I'm not even off the couch. Weight on yeah, I'm not even off the couch because I can't even. I have a hard time getting up off the couch. Right. Right. Let alone getting up and down multiple times. Right. You know. And then there's the other way around. Who's the person that's like, who's so prideful, mm -hmm. right? That says, "Hey, that's oh, that's the standard. Oh, guess what? I can do that. Yeah. You know what? Why? Because I can. Yeah. Type of thing. You'd be like, yo, yo, yo. That's being patient in God's timing and mm -hmm. saying, hey, look. You're not there yet. Right. Don't bite off too much, right. right? But guess what? In time, you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be seasoned enough to step into that, right? And that's I think where leaders who have already taken the step, yeah. right, need to know that the people in front of them are there to help lead them, Correct. right? Rather than they're not there, right, to slow you down. They want to help season you so that in the right time, Correct. right, you can be you can be good. And so and that's good. Yeah, people weren't there yet. Can I ask about like post workout? No. Okay, dude. Okay. How about that? Food? You guys talk about food? You talk about some uh, some uh, end of the Friday workout post talk. I know what you're talking about. Post talk food. Post talk with word remedies. Word. Oh, remedies. Yeah. CBDs. Yeah, that's. I didn't. I didn't know if that's what you were asking, but are you? Just, if you want to talk about the post work, but like, what are you talking about? Like the actual. I'm all about anything post workout. I was going to talk about the Jesus walk. Okay. Oh, okay. dude. Okay. But the post-workout, I do want to talk about that for a second, just because that's how I knew that you guys were genuine. Um, because you remember what I marked on that yeah. paper? I was, I, I, went, I don't know if I told you this, but on the leadership packet, it asked, um, do you have any you know, addictions that we should know about? Mm -hmm. And I was, one of the things that I wanted to really see, it was like, okay, I know from what I physically am experiencing at Encounter, mm -hmm. This, these guys look pretty dope. They look genuine. They, 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 wow. Everything Honor. seems cool. Wow. Yeah. But I was like, I wonder what their core is really about. Like, right. I don't want to get into this leadership thing for the surface. For the surface. I really mm. don't. And so I was like, all right, you know what? I don't believe that. Oh, no. I was just like, Lord, what, what can I mark on this paper to make, make this uh, something that is very clear to me that the way they respond, mm -hmm. I should get in or I should get out. Yeah. And, um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put on my addictions that I have a marijuana problem. Okay. Knowing that I didn't have one, I right. did smoke marijuana, but right. I knew I didn't have you weren't one. Addicted to it. I wasn't addicted to it. I knew for a fact I wasn't addicted to it, but I marked it on there. And so I turned it in. Threw us off, by the way. Threw you Definitely guys threw us off. Dude, I had to like, I had to like, let's <laughs> rally it up, guys. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm freak out now. Yeah, it was great because I, I remember going through the interview and they're just going through the paper and they're like, wow, okay, wow, wow, okay. And we're having a great conversation.
but I knew that one mark was going to come up, so I was just like, okay, we'll see. Now we're having to wait until the final to talk about it. Right. <laughs> the last question. The last question. <laughs> so Tim was like, man, you're, you're a good dude. Um, we just got one. He almost said it how he says it. Literally how he said it. So, and yeah, we got this one. So, one thing <laughs> that we noticed. Kind of holding us back a little bit. <laughs> just a tad, it's yeah. not a problem, just a tad. We just want to know about it. And I was like, okay, all right. Uh, I, I got the sense there that they were, um, they were being genuine, and, uh, even if it was something that I that I struggled with, they wanted to help me through it. Um, and if it was uh, something that wasn't really a problem, which it turned out to be, yeah. um, that, you know. That was our thing. Because that's yeah. the thing, it, it is really, it is, you know, when, when you got something going on, yeah. It's not simple. It's right. simple, but it's not always easy, right. you know. And that's the thing is that as a as a leader, and once you start going into leadership, that's plain and simple. Like once right. you realize, like once you take, once you say, okay, I'm I I want to be a leader. You say, I'm okay with helping people with their problems, right. not fixing their problems, right? right? But saying like, hey, yeah, walking with them. You know, once you do that, once you say, hey, look, I want to help out. I want to help lead. I want to, you know, be in this ministry, yeah. right, for Christ. You instantly say. Okay, well, what did Christ do? Cool, you get to do the same thing now. Yeah, right. Like, that's what you get. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's you know, a, a, a responsibility, but it's also a, a, a blessing, yes. It's, yeah. you, we're graced for it. Right. Plain and simple, you know, like, we don't get to, we don't deserve to by anybody's means. Right. You know, but, um, but we're graced, actually, I think it's, I just read that, it's in, it's in 2 Corinthians 3. He says, but, but we're graced with this ministry, wow. you know? And then it talks about trials and stuff like that, you know. Of course, <laughs> it's your grace to do something. But your grace for the ministry, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but uh, as um, I landed. Um, but off, off the dyno, breaks your camera. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I don't know why. Impulse. Bottle, Impulse. bottle flipping. <laughs> um, Jesus walk, man. Uh, so you you marked it and you guys had the kind of like had we I we I sorry yeah you're absolutely right I completely skipped over that I marked oh. it the conversation that came out of that was really um, you know what this isn't uh, something that is gonna disqualify you this is something that we want to walk through you with if it's a, an addiction that you have and what I went in, what I ended up explaining was no it's not an addiction that I have but I really wanted to see your reaction because right. I wanted to see if you guys were genuine right and um, it's it's definitely something that I have. I have used to for recovery, I know. Yeah. <laughs> for recovery and CBDs and things like that to help my body um, uh, just just recover in general. You guys explain life. what that is because some people have no idea. We, I, I think we're going to dive into that's our next, CBDs. That's our next yeah, topic. Our next so. episode. Okay. Listen to the next episode and we'll explain. What Essentially, pain talks. relief. Yeah. Pain, pain relief, relief for the body. That's inflammation. Nice. Inflammation killing that. Uh, I'm an salt guy though. Epsom salt. You do not use a whole bag. I swear I do. I don't even believe you a little bit. Why? Because. How big is your bag that you use? Four pounds. Uh, okay, I use a whole bag. You use a four pound bag? Because I have to. I have you to float. float. Have when to you use a whole you float? No, no, Are you no, sure? No. <laughs> the, the float station that Sabrina has at first. She got a float station? Oh, Sorry, I got really. Yes. No, no. Yeah, wow. Yes, really does. I reacted the same way. Yeah, did she? Did not. she steal this place or like what did? I'm not even gonna say it on record. I'm gonna have to chat with her. Chat with her and it'll be cheap. Let's just do that. Chat wow. With her and it'll be cheap. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to hop in on that live. It's, yeah. it's 
Real quick, what float station is what it is, uh, guys, is you pour a whole bunch of Epsom salt into a container. It's a body temperature water, so which when you, weird, it's, right which is very weird, because you kind of get in and it's like, is this is yeah, yeah. Then, But once you start floating there and you realize that your Sensory temperature. Sensory deprivation? Yes. Yeah. Your temperature of your body matches the temperature of the water. And you don't literally feel the difference like, anymore. You yeah. don't feel, you feel like your you're body. floating. Yeah. You literally feel like you're floating through space. Floating through space. And is it dark? Is it one of the dark ones? Uh, there's a little light therapy thing in there that you uh, press the button. Not one really of the dark. Some, yeah, do the dark. How many of the dark? Do the dark. <laughs> freak out a little bit. You freak out for a second. <laughs> but once you go. Yeah. And you hear how quiet it is, you're just like, wow. Probably make like, me freak out more. It's just me. <laughs> no. But Voices just, in my head. It's just, just me and God. <laughs> it's just me and God. And, and I think God talks to me so much in there. And sometimes he doesn't talk to me. And I'm like, why, why, what, what does that mean? And that means I'm not talking to you. Because you already know what I told you I wanted you to do. That's good. And a lot of times. You're coming uh, to me for reassurance from something I've already told you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Better than so God. Right. Really, it's music, Better than man's reassurance. Yes. I mean, so which is necessary sometimes, but you know, like sometimes it's. You know. Yeah, you're right. It is necessary. It is necessary, but at the same time. If you time, have good people around you. Yeah, it's got to have people around you. Those people are, they'll steer you the wrong path. What was I talking about? CBDs. 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 So Jesus. Nice. Is, is, That's is, what is I explained to uh, Kyle and. Um, Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim. That uh, CBDs was the main thing that I used. Of course, I had smoked marijuana before, but CBDs was like the main thing that I used. And yeah. um, they were just like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. And so that's where I knew these guys. Oh, he doesn't get high. He just, right. He just, he just, wants, to feel, he just wants to feel better. Right. He just not wants to be writhing in pain. Right. That would, that would be nice. It's helpful. Helpful. It's very helpful. helpful. Man, definitely better than narcotics. Right. Don't do that. No. Don't no, do drugs. No, sorry. Don't do drugs. Jesus walk. No, we already talked about we already talked about CBDs. Jesus walk. Finally. Stop talking about CBDs. <laughs> Jesus walk. Uh, I wanted to hear um, your revelation um, as you were going around. I know the first one or the second one? Yeah, I want to hear the first one and the second one. Uh, we didn't talk. You didn't have a second one? <laughs> I might have. I, have I think you did. I think you did. The face that you had when you were coming back over here looked like my face. It hurt. Dude, that was just hurt. That was just pain face? No, I did actually. I did. And, and actually, DK actually had the same one. Well, so first, explain the, the Good Friday. It was Good Friday, right? Or was it Easter? It was Good Friday. Friday. Friday so, afternoon. So explain the, the, just the, the Jesus, what you guys did, like event-wise. You can explain it better than I can. Oh. Uh, the different lifts or whatever. So it was, um, it was based off of the... What Jesus had to go through, uh, going to the cross, right? Right. So from his trial of the thirty-nine lashes uh, in CrossFit, we do we do double unders. So we did a hundred double unders, right? So we did a hundred double unders. Uh, I'll kind of explain what I did, but the the, the workout was brought by FaithRx, which is that outreach, that right. CrossFit outreach. Yeah. And they're the ones that came up with it. So they did a hundred double unders for the thirty-nine lashes. It is a 800 meter barbell carry. So throw on some, some plates, it's 135 pounds in total, 45 on each side, and you carry it 800 meters, a half mile essentially, right? And so you do that, and that symbolizes the church next door gets down. Yeah, uh, and so that symbolizes him carrying the crossbar, right? Or crossbeam. So it was estimated, I've heard different numbers, but it's between 110 and 130 pounds, 140 pounds, something like that, yeah. heavy. Right. That's all. I, that's what I learned. And there's yeah. those heavy, right? right. And, it's, and it's made out of wood. 
BTW, right. in case you did not remember. Um, and that was after 39 lashes. So after the 39 lashes, the 800 meter walk, we came in and we did 100 burpees. And the 100 burpees signify the right, or the, the um, falling, falling to death and rising again, right. because that's truly what burpees feel like, Correct. death. Um, Jamal, and I don't know how much of it you did. Did you do all of the edited or just, did I, you do just the mile? I did the, uh, the mile and I came in and did the 100 burpees. Okay, so you didn't do the I, I did the, the jump ropes, I, did the, I didn't do double ones. You did singles. Yeah, singles. You just read the jump rope, 390. Yeah. So I did 390 double unders to represent the 39 lashes, yeah. right? And then I did a mile walk with Jamal. Myself, um, Jamal, and one of our other athletes, he yeah. did one as well, that class. Did right. Yeah, he did one as well. Um, oh, no, he didn't. No, he, didn't. No, he just he did, did a half. A guy at the next, the next right. class did, did a mile walk. Um, and then uh, I did a five-minute dead hang. Five-minute dead hang, and that was to symbolize him hanging on the cross because that's, that's important. Right. You know, have the, the hanging, and it, it was, that was hard. And then, and then the 100 burpees. Um, in CrossFit, we do um, hero workouts. And heroes are, they're, they're um, a, uh, we honor military EMTs. Uh, I think it's rare that EMTs actually die in, in, during duty, but if right. they did. Um, and then firefighters and police officers. Right. We honor them in hero workouts. Right. And during those hero workouts, we wear 20 pound vests. And so I told my class last year and this year, I said, this is the ultimate hero workout because this is this was truly God in the line of service dying for right. us. Right. Like that is literally the epitome of a hero, right? right? Laying down their life at cost, understanding what it is. Right. So I wore vests right. because like I said, if we wear vests and so we had a couple people wear vests as well. Um, during that process as well. Yeah. So that's what it is. 100 double unders, half, or, um, half mile carry, and then the burpees, we did it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, so that's a workout. Uh, epitome. Epi epiphany? Revelation. Epiphany? Epiphany? What's the difference? The epiphany is like the center, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. central idea. Yeah. Epiphany is like, it's a, like the aha moment, which yeah. is also like a revelation. So. Last year, um, last year I, enjoy, I enjoyed part of the workout. Actually, once I had this epiphany, enjoyed it. It was kind of, it was really great actually because last year it was a 95 pound barbell. Okay. Thank you, Faith RX. You guys uh, made it 135 pounds this year, yeah, so wow. bumped it up to 45 pounds. Thanks. No big deal. You right? No, it's a very <laughs> big huge deal actually. Oh, <laughs> just another plate. Yeah, just another plate. No big deal. 25s? Nah. Don't want 45s. Right? And so. Um, on my finishing up, I would say I was about two thirds of a mile in. I had this click in my head and I was like, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Jesus did this for me, so I gotta do it. You know, I gotta do this, like I can do it, yada, yada, yada. And then it was like, dummy, no you don't. You actually don't have to do this because I did, I did this. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow. Wow. Like literally, I was like, I was like, literally, it was like, I felt like he literally took off the weight. Like it was, it was, it was almost like grace. Like that first time you find grace, you're like, whoa, like, no, I don't. And I was just like, for the rest of the quarter mile that I had left, I was just like, this is great. 
like, cool, like, I get to do this by choice because, you know, I'm honoring him, not because I have to do it. Correct. You know, I'm no longer carrying my sin, right. essentially, right? And so, it was so hard, it was still sucked last year, right? But it was, I, it, I had that different perspective, I definitely remember it, right? Yeah. This year, um, I had a couple of them. One of them was um, uh, DK, uh, David Kong. He said, he had the same thought process. At one point in time was, um, I was tired. I was just beat. It was last, Friday was not the right day for me to do it. Like my body was just physically, the day before. yeah, I was just physically jacked up that day. Or yeah, that day. So um, I was not in it. Essentially, I guess you could say I was really mentally. But well, you did like two workouts the day before. I did two workouts the day before, <laughs> then three, the, and then three the day before that. Right. So I was going on my third day yeah. at that point in time, and I was yeah physically exhausted for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was one of those things where I was like, I wasn't gonna let that get in the way at right. that time, right? And so I'm going, and my fiance is cheering me on, and I'm just I'm starting to cry. I'm, not gonna, I'm like starting to cry because yeah. I'm like I just don't want to yeah I know I need to yeah. I gotta finish this I don't want to do this and and um, and so she's like cheering me on at one point I'm just like please don't <laughs> just please don't like I can't I know like I know you're trying to encourage me yeah. but like encouragement isn't what I need right now I need a new pair of legs yeah, yeah. Right? I need some you're caffeine right and I was like, I need, I, I was like, that's not what I need. Right? I love you so much though, right? And so. Still the one. Yeah, still the one, baby. Appreciate you. Put a ring on it, guys. I'm telling you, right? And she was just a champ about it. You know, she didn't like, you know, I was like, I'm sorry, I love you. She's like, I love you. And, and so I'm coming in, I'm, I'm going around, right? And I just want to do it. I want to shut up. Just like, people are just like, you got this. And I'm just like, I'm going to chop barbell at all of you right now right and then I was like you know what yeah God didn't have people cheering him on you know what he had he had people pulling his beard out so guess what be thankful for your friends and be thankful for people who are trying to that want to uh, yeah that want to push you towards that right and so there's that and then there's the other thing was I was like I realized I was like wow okay Beyond anything, like we know that, like no matter where you're at spiritually, like whether you're questioning or not, right? right is like okay, he was whipped, and then he carried his he carried his beam a mile, yeah. and I'm like, what I've learned is that Jesus was a beast, right? Like, like no man can do that, right? Right? No, no, for real. Freaking, yeah. There's no man that can do that. Like, if anything, like the physical aspect of what took place is godlike right like that literally shows strength of god right there you know and so uh, that's one thing that i was like wow literally no 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 man could do this correct no man could do this at all um so those are the two things that, I, that definitely stood out to me most my my revelation was more of the same which you had the first time of just going around Second time, yeah. Yes, I, I shed a tear, tap into a tear coming around this corner. Um, because once I dropped away and I realized, wow, I don't have to do this because you did it for me, God. It made me want 
start to want to like, okay, like I'm gonna dig into this. Like now I want to show you how much I appreciate you, Lord. Yeah. Like that's that's what started to really come out of me was like the the burst of energy, kind of like what you were talking about of where I where I think Jesus hit a point of carrying the cross because he was going through so much pain and agony he turned it into grit like nah I'm gonna get there now nah, I'm gonna do right. this and I'm gonna this push for them yeah right. exactly right. he just turned it into all passion right. and drive and that's that's what it was for me coming down this last stretch yeah. it was just a whole bunch of passion and yeah. drive that thank you Lord like I can do this like let's go and I yeah. was so juiced um, of course like it all ran out <laughs> at the very, <laughs> at, last, at the leg, very yeah. last leg and now it was like no There's so yeah. much muchness to that right. and what took place because um, that song, Reckless Love, right. have you heard it? Um, twice. Uh, it first played, I didn't count it, but it was the first time I heard it. Um, no. Maybe, no, it's not not Reckless Love. It's um, So Will I. So Will I. So Will I, yeah. And uh, there's a lot, I think, I could be mixing up the two, but anyways, there's a line on there, it says, um, on a um, where you gave your life on a hill you created. I'm like, so I'm like, on a okay. First off, like you made this hill, yeah. Okay, and I, it was just like the whole process of like what that walk must have entailed, like knowing like like God placed everything in a place for a specific reason, right? And like that, He knew which piece of wood was going to be used, yeah. right? And He still made that piece of wood, right? Like He's like, wow. you know, like He still he made still that made tree. The whips. He still made the whips, yeah. right? He still made like He breathed life into the person that He knew was going to was going to be holding on to that whip. Like He made all of those things, knowing that they were going to cause pain to him, Himself yeah. as, as um, you know, um, as, as man, you know, and. And so, like that, like no, just thinking about all that, like having that process over the past past couple of things, yeah. a couple of weeks, I think made this workout um, have much more volume to it, right. and and 
emotional state. Yeah. Um, so it was very draining emotionally. Physically, yes, as well. But emotionally, it was very, very draining. Very, yeah, very draining for sure. Yeah. So fast forward to now. Do you have like just a general guesstimate of how many athletes you're currently coaching? Ooh. Um, we're at about a hundred athletes. Hundred athletes. About a hundred athletes or so. Yeah. I would say, and, and, and that's where it's uh, yeah, we're I'd say about hundred athletes. We have anywhere from a half dozen to. 15, 16 people per class. Right. You know, depending on the class and people's schedules and the season, so on and so forth. Right. Um, yeah, we usually have at least five or six people in every class. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, but about 100 athletes. And out of like those OGs, Ooh. how many of them would you say are like still? I mean, because obviously I'm sure some of them are even still doing their own fitness thing. They're just, yeah, life circumstances, they're just doing it somewhere else. Right. They would be here if they could be. Literally, me and him, 
at 5.30. Yeah, there was three of us sometimes, but most of the time it was just me and him. So it was me, his name's Mike Craig. Um, I'm actually gonna, he'd actually love your guys's, he would love your guys' podcast, actually. Um, Shout out Mike Craig. Mike Craig, what's up? We'll talk to you soon. But uh, 5.30, he came to 5.30 Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, and he was actually at Encounter, and he was 5.30 Monday through Friday, and then Dre, but Dre travels. So yeah. a couple times a week, he's not here. Right. Um, so it was just us three, basically, for, it was a solid three or four months. Monday through Friday, I'd say 10 to 12 weeks, right. and then, but now, now 5.30 is like, hey, I tell people, if you want experience, yeah. show up to 5.30, because the people that are in that class, yeah. they come in, and they're all like, woohoo, yeah, and I'm like, y'all are crazy, yeah. no way right. am I having this much energy, I'm like, yeah. you'll get coaching, and you'll get little personality, yeah, instruction, yeah, everything yeah. Good. don't expect too much personality right now, yeah. alright guys, yeah. um, so it's, it's definitely different, for sure, on that level, um, probably hear a lot of stuff about coaching. Yeah. I can definitely look back on the way that, you know, how well of a coach I was right. compared to now. Yeah. Not that I'm dope by anybody's means, but I'd be interested to see how yeah. no, absolutely. funny stuff that people would say. Sounds good. We'll get, the, we'll get that name, that list of names again, and then we'll, uh, we'll figure out how to do that. Because, I mean, we have a few episode interviews, even, that are going to come out still, yeah. even before this one comes out. So that gives us some time to go ahead and try to find those an interview and talk to them a little bit. Um, even if it's just literally, oh, give me a minute or two of like right, right. then to now. You know, right. right. Um, and I'm sure different things will stick out to each of them. Right. So it'll be perfect. Uh, but unless you have any other questions, I don't. Uh, a wrap up for yourself. Where can, how can Guavasi 474 Piercy Road just show up? 478. 478. Technically. Wow. Yeah. Um, I may put my shape in like packages of 474 and is there anything else that you would want to say to the listeners while we have while we have a moment? Honestly, nothing much. I would just say, more than anything, guys, like this is something where I can tell you, like the 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 things that have taken place here. Yeah. Really, I can't point to anything other than what God's done. Right. Honestly, like this, this this is the only God ministry. It's the only God. You know, time of my life, the past four years since I've been doing this, yeah. um, and whenever the the weight feels like it's it's too much, just know if it's if it's too much now, that doesn't mean it's too much forever. Right. You know, whatever you're going through right now, it's not going to be too much forever. Right. You're going to go from strength to strength and glory to glory. Right. Um, from PR to reps, dude. From PR to reps, dude. That's it right there. I'm dude. I'm hashtagging that from PR to reps. You know, that's a real thing. I literally just thought of you know what, what that would look like. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so honored that you guys would just invite me on here. Yeah, we're honored to have you, bro. Thank you for being on here. I was so stoked when you were like, yeah, I do a podcast. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so you know, I was like, this guy's lagging. What is this dude doing for himself? Right. <laughs> that whole conversation hopping on there and be like, three weeks. So I'm curious. That's a real thing. Shout out to the people who's there still listening to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. You guys got some fire stuff coming up. Pumped. Hope for you guys in the future. Man, just getting started. Just getting started. We'd love to do a podcast for us to see. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Get to it. They have them for Encounter and for Main House. But Did they have them? So for the Main House, they stopped uploading a year ago. For FCC Encounter, they stopped uploading two years ago. So 
get that? Yeah. Yeah. And timing. Things gotta be in the right timing. Yep, absolutely. Good soil. It's there. It's there. It's soil there. is there. Soil is there. Yeah. Man, it's good. Yeah. We appreciate you, Kyle. Absolutely. Uh, we should wrap some prayer. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Honor. God, I just uh, thank you for these men. Thank you for the time and uh, the time that you've blessed, God. And we're so thankful that we can just uh, hang out with each other, we can chat, we can see the things that you have blessed us with, and we can see that your hand is over our life, God, and we're so thankful for that. I pray that you just continue to guide these men's feet, God, that you continue to burn their oil bright so that they can see their path that you've set before them, God. And I just pray that... You just put opportunities in their life to speak your word, whether that's on the podcast, whether that's in person, whether that's in different avenues of media, God, but that you just continue to give them opportunities and that they continue to see the opportunities that you have set before them, God. I pray that the, this uh, ministry and this opportunity, God, goes out and just, there's a, so many people here, God, so that it can bring glory for you, God. Um, just bless this time. Thank you so much. Bless the rest of the day. name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Sure. Woo! Uh, that was quality. That was, that was a really good interview. Was it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. Cool. That might have been the best one yet. Honestly. No, I don't even, don't even try to do that to No, no, no. The, the smoothness of it. The, the smoothness of it and the, uh, and wow. feedback, you know? God's timing is God's good. Timing. I'm telling you. Literally just finished an interview. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs>